You're listening to WVIK Classical on 98.3 FM, W252EM Davenport, and 90.3 HD2 WVIK Rock Island. As Saturday night makes its fade out, and we head towards Sunday morning, it's time for Jazz After Hours. My name is Tom Tallman. I'll be with you here until midnight, playing some of the greatest sounds on record. We've got music tonight from... John Schofield, little Nat Cole, Diana Crawl, a uh, bunch of singers, and uh, Marion McPartland, in addition to some other folks. And uh, Don just left us with the music of Gene Krupa and uh, the great band of Chick Webb. Love hearing those early Ella Fitzgerald recordings. They are just wonderful. And uh, we will open with another great drummer, this time in support of trumpeter Don Fagerquist. It's the Don Fagerquist Octet with Mel Lewis on drums with a really nice sentiment for late on a Saturday night. Aren't you glad you're you?
drums of Grady Tate, George Moraz on bass, Joe Pass on guitar, and Oscar Peterson on piano. That was the rhythm furnace going on on that particular tune, the Gershwin classic, I Got Rhythm. We opened up the set with a pretty good band, but it didn't have a tenor player. So I thought I'd give you one on that second one, and it was, of course, the great Zoot Sims from the album Zoot Sims Meets the Gershwin Brothers, one of Dad's favorites that he handed on to me, and that track and a bunch of others, just wonderful, wonderful treatments of these great Gershwin tunes. In fact, it was a Gershwin tune that made Zoot Sims a household name in 1956, uh, the man I love, and he re-recorded it in 1975 for Norman Granz on Pablo on this particular album. One of these days, we'll go back and listen to both of them. We opened up with Aren't You Glad You're You, a Jimmy Van Heusen tune, Don Fagerquist in the octet. Marty Page did the arrangement and played a little bit of piano in there. And you also heard from Herb Geller on alto saxophone and uh, Bob Enavoldson on valve trombone. Uh, sound that band sounding reminiscent of the Art Pepper Plus 11 sessions, same arranger, all of that recorded in Hollywood in 1957. We're going to move on now with Carl Fontana and Al Cohn in another great Gershwin tune. Hope you enjoy. Always. Thank you. 
piano of Richard Wyans with a Kiritana playing drums, Ray Drummond on bass, Al Cohn's tenor, and Carl Fontana's unmistakable trombone sound on Irving Berlin's Always. Did I say Gershwin? Irving Berlin. 20 minutes after 10 o'clock, and uh, I did receive a comment last week from my friend Tom in North Carolina, southern gentleman that he is. He was very polite about it, but he said, you were a little light on singers last week. It made me think of the great combinations over the years of singers and horn players. We'd like to delve into that now. And once again, I've, I've put seven pounds of singers into a five-pound bag. So we're going to get to it uh, and begin with one of the more recent collaborations that stretched decades, that of Joni Mitchell and Wayne Shorter. He worked with her on her Mingus album in the late 70s and was with her in 1998 for this tune, Harlem in Havana, the opening track from her album, Taming the Tiger. This is Joni Mitchell and Wayne Shorter. We're also going to hear from Ella and Lewis, Lee Wiley and Bobby Hackett, uh, Billy Holiday and Lester Young, and uh, Maxine Sullivan with the John Kirby Orchestra. Let's get to it. Thank you. 
Share. 
And trade in your old dreams for new, your new dreams for old. I know where they're bought, and I know where they're sold. Midnight, you got to get there at midnight, and you'll be met there. By others like you, brothers is blue, smiling on the street of dreams. Love laughs at a king. Kings don't mean a thing on the street of dreams. Dreams. Broken in two can be made like new on the street of dreams. Gold, silver, and gold—all you can hold 
the chicken well. Like a king and vine. Yeah, so little, warm and sweet as wine. What about the cannon? Well, it's well to mine and mine. Take the break. I'm a hearty singing while the band is swinging. Yeah. Never tired of romping and stomping with you at the Savoy. Mm, Savoy. A perfect holiday. Oh, chicken well for cannon. Just like rehearsal. Louis Armstrong with Ella Fitzgerald. Recorded in Hollywood in 1957. Herb Ellis on guitar with Ray Brown on bass. Of course, that means Oscar Peterson on piano. And our own Louis Belson swinging back there on drums, stomping at the Savoy. It's rare that you hear the producer's name mentioned during the tune, but uh, Louis was coming up with all kinds of spontaneous ideas. Before that, Street of Dreams, Lee Wiley with Bobby Hackett, Joe Bushkin and his swinging strings from 1955, Nights in Manhattan. Great recording. Uh, We'll probably dive into that for some more music later on. Uh, That preceded by Billie Holiday with Buck Clayton on trumpet, Lester Young on tenor saxophone. He's funny that way. And uh, Maxine Sullivan with John Kirby and Charlie Shavers taking the trumpet solo on There I Go from the John Kirby Orchestra with Maxine Sullivan, 1940. We opened up with uh, something a little different, Joni Mitchell with Wayne Shorter. They had a long and very fruitful relationship. And in 1998, when she recorded Harlem and Havana with a rather different approach to uh, recording, uh, he was right there with her with that very raw soprano saxophone sound. Coming up on 41 minutes after 10 o'clock, 52 degrees in Rock Island, you're listening to Jazz After Hours on WVIK-FM, 
98.3 in the Quad Cities, 90.3 HD2. My name is Tom Tallman, and um, it's a pleasure to be here with you listening to the music. I've, I've been um, coming in the last few weeks, and it's been a combination of, of finding a lot of my recordings, uh, raiding the library here at the station, and um, in the last 20, 30 years or so, I've purchased a lot of recordings. I've thought, boy, that would sound good on the air, and uh, I'm playing a lot of those. We're going to take us up to the top of the hour with some Nat Cole music. Um, there's been a lot of Nat Cole Trio tribute albums out there, and I've I've grabbed one of them from 1996. Uh, it's early Diana Krall, and she had her trio, Russell Malone on guitar, um, Paul Keller on bass, and she was recording for Atlantic and Impulse Records at the time. And uh, I'm going to juxtapose her with a couple of Nat Cole recordings from 1940 and 41. This first one from Nat Cole, um, Gone with the Draft, recorded in December of 1940. So this is a year before uh, Pearl Harbor, but there was a draft in the United States. And so when they recorded this tune, and you'll you'll get an idea of what the tune is, um, it, was, it was deemed um, a little bit subversive. So it was hidden for a long time. And believe it or not, the great Sunday night radio announcer, Dr. DeMetto, found this recording. And uh, they re- reissued it in the 1990s. It's Nat Cole with the great Oscar Moore on guitar, Wesley Prince on bass, uh, Gone with the Draft. We're going to hear a couple of his great ballads, too. We're going to juxtapose Nat Cole's treatment of kind of up, fun tunes with uh, Diana Krall's treatment. So we'll set... Gone with the draft up against Diana Krall and her trio doing Hit That Jive Jack. So a short tribute to Nat Cole and Diana Krall's tribute to him. started to laugh but now it's not so funny they're all gone with the draft as a sheep i can't be beat the boys all hand me a laugh but since i have got flat feet i'm not gone with the draft i used to envy the fellows who had such fine physique but all they can say is hello on 750 a week when the boys get back and see how i'm doing they'll be sorry they laugh cause one can't keep on wooing and still be gone with the draft Franklin D. did sign the draft. The cats all had a chill. 
The boys turned pale and seized the laugh, cause this is a serious bill. They now realize that skinny me was the luckiest one of all. We can stay at home with Minnie while they fade the cannonball. So boys take it on the chin and always wear a smile. You'll find it hard to win carrying 50 pounds for miles. When your year of drill is up, you get your camps discharged. You can come back home and freshen up and run around at large.
a blossom fell And very soon I saw you kissing someone new Beneath the moon I thought you loved me You said you loved me We planned together To dream forever This will make you laugh They never did come true I took a chance on the one romance And vowed it couldn't miss But I should have known to never judge A heart by a kiss This will make you laugh I once believed in you And for all my love You didn't see it through Of all the fools I break the rule I love you still, you see this will make you laugh, but it's not funny to me.
the fools I break the rules I love you still you see this will make you laugh but it's not funny to me the type of ballad that Nat Cole made part of his trademark. Uh, this will make you laugh uh, just for the fun of it. Another uh, ballad in a similar vein. That recorded in 1941 with Oscar Moore on guitar and Leslie Prince on bass. Before that, uh, and an interesting story behind it, uh, A Blossom Fell, uh, a piece that Diana Krall heard uh, Nat's brother, Freddie, uh, performing at Bradley's in New York and was immediately drawn to it and gave a superb reading of it in 1996. That was her tribute album, All For You, that she recorded with her trio uh, for Nat Cole. And before that, she and the two gentlemen in the band, Russell Malone and Paul Keller, recorded Hit That Jive Jack. And we opened up with Gone, 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 with the draft, the Nat Cole Trio from December of 1940. A week from tomorrow, March 10th, uh, the Big Spider Beck Museum and Archives, along with the Catfish Jazz Society, in cooperation with the Bix Jazz Society, will be celebrating Big Spider Beck's birthday, the 121st, I believe, if my math is correct. Uh, hear Don Murray's tenor sax played for the first time in 95 years and celebrate the centennial of Bix and Don's first records in 1924. That'll be at the Viking Club of Moline. Uh, again, Sunday, March 10th, the doors open at 1 p.m. The performance is at 2. Tickets and event information at eventbrite.com. It's 11 o'clock. You're listening to Jazz After Hours on WVIK Classical. My name is Tom Tallman. I'm here with you for the next hour, and um, we've got quite the variety as I look over it. Um, the forecast looks just absolutely strange for this time of year. Tomorrow we'll be getting up to 73 degrees and uh, 71 on Monday, 63 for the high on Tuesday. A little bit lower as the week goes on, and uh, cooling around Friday, but it's going to be pretty spring-like in the next few days, um, and no precipitation at all forecast. In 1976, Chick Corea was uh, doing rather well. He'd uh, left Return to Forever, was working as a solo artist, and uh, came out with an album entitled My Spanish Heart. And Armando's Rumba appeared on that uh, tune dedicated to his father. Some really, really wonderful uh, musical concepts, which Chick Corea was, was known for, his conceptual writing. And um, I'm going to share with you now the first track from Chick Corea's My Spanish Heart. It's entitled Love Castle.
Eddie Harris's tenor saxophone, along with Harold Jones on drums, very young Harold Jones, and uh, William Yancey, bass, Willie Pickens on piano, and Joe DiOrio on guitar. That's a Chicago rhythm section backing up Eddie Harrison recording made in Chicago in January 
1961, and honestly, a recording that put Eddie Harris on the map, Exodus. Before that, we heard Love Castle from Chick Corea's My Spanish Heart in 1976. That was indeed Stanley Clark on bass and Steve Gadd drums and Don Alias on percussion. Uh, a really wonderful combination for those grooves he was looking for on that album. The entire recording, My Spanish Heart, worth checking out. It's 14 minutes after 11 o'clock, and we're going to... I'd like to uh, clean up some unfinished business from a couple of weeks ago from my uh, ABCD3M program, uh, which I won't explain now. It takes too long, but um, one of those initials belongs to Thelonious Monk, and there was a discovery in the early 90s of a 1957 Carnegie Hall performance of Thelonious Monk. Uh, My friend Jay Green makes it a point to play Monk every single week, and I think that's a pretty good policy. So what I'd like to do now is share with you from the 1957 Carnegie Hall recording of Thelonious Monk and John Coltrane with Ahmed Abdul Malik on bass and Shadow Wilson on drums, This is Monk's Crepuscule with Nelly.
John Schofield's take on the Wabash Cannonball. Wabash 3 from 1989 recording. Not a bad lineup. Jack DeJanette on drums. Charlie Hayden on bass with that featured solo. Joe Lovano, who's been recording with Schofield for a while. And of course, Schofield leading the charge and composing. I've always considered him to be an heir to Thelonious Monk's uh, vision of composition in a lot of the things that he writes. And that was Wabash 3 from 1989. We're going to listen to a couple more Schofield's uh, recordings, recorded uh, two years apart. Uh, one on the Blue Note label that he recorded with Pat Metheny, um, a, a recording, the, the CD entitled I Can See Your House From Here, uh, which is... Uh, an interesting punchline, if you know the joke, um, and the cover art uh, supports it. It's 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 a little bit inside and a little bit dark. I will I will admit to that. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, John Schofield and Pat Metheny from that recording from 1994, and we're going to follow that up with 
after the fact from a recording that he made um, as a solo artist entitled Simply Quiet. There's there's quite a contrast to these two tunes, and it shows the the scope of um, of John Schofield's artistry, both as a composer and as a performer. And we heard from Eddie Harris earlier. Uh, they recorded together, and I was going to get some of that in on this set. Simply ran out of time, so that gives me something to do uh, next week. Um, they they recorded together, and and it's a it's a wonderful album. It was one of the last things Eddie Harris did. But for now, the red one, Pat Metheny and John Schofield from 1994, and after the fact from Quiet. <laughs> Thank you. 
by John Schofield, the first cut from his album Quiet on the Verve label from 1996. That's entitled After the Fact. And before that, something of a contrast, a piece called The Red One from an album he did with uh, Pat Metheny two years earlier. And uh, that on the Blue Note label, amazingly, on both recordings, Steve Swallow is playing bass and the amazing Bill Stewart is playing drums. Quiet and I Can See Your House From Here, two albums that were recorded by John Schofield just a couple of years apart, and um, they're both wonderful recordings. As I mentioned, he uh, also recorded on Blue Note with Eddie Harris toward the end of Eddie Harris's career, so we'll uh, get around to that hopefully next week. You're listening to Jazz After Hours on WVIK Classical. My name is Tom Tallman. I'm here with you for the next 20 minutes or so. And uh, again, a reminder that next Sunday, uh, they'll be celebrating Bix's birthday at the Viking Club of Moline. Uh, That's Sunday, March 10th. The doors open at 1. The performance is at 2 p.m. Tickets and event event information are at eventbrite.com. This is uh, presented by the Bix Spiderbeck Museum and Archives and the Catfish Jazz Society in cooperation with the Bix Jazz Society. You can contact the show by email, if you'd like, jazzafterhours at wvik.org. And uh, if you have questions about uh, what we're doing or uh, where the show's heading, um, toss it out there, jazzafterhours at wvik.org. We're going to open up this final set with uh, Marion McPartland. Uh, I was uh, had the honor of working with her, in fact, on, on some of these arrangements with a string orchestra, and I have 
no business conducting a string orchestra, but she was just the best. So much fun to work with. Alan Broadbent did the arrangements. Uh, Andy Simpkins is playing bass with her in the trio. And the same Harold Jones that we heard playing with Eddie Harris earlier on Exodus is playing drums on this recording. This is from her recording from her uh, Concord CD, Silent Pool. This is Marion McPartland at the piano with Twilight World.
Thank you. 
When lonely feelings chill the meadows of your mind, just think if winter comes, can spring be far behind? Beneath the deepest snows, the secret. Of a rose is merely that it knows you must believe in spring. Just as a tree is sure it leaves will reappear, it knows its emptiness is just. A time of year, the frozen mountains dreams of April's melting streams. How crystal clear it seems. You must believe in spring. You must believe. In love, and trust it's on its way. Just as a sleeping rose awaits the kiss of May, so in a world of snow, of things that come and go, where what you. Think you know? You can't be certain of. You must believe in spring and love.
must believe in love and trust it's on its way. Just as a sleeping rose awaits the kiss of May, so. Of things that come and go. Well, what you think you know, you can't be certain of. You must believe in spring and Music of Marilyn and Alan Bergman, You Must Believe in Spring, recorded in September of 1976. That was Tony Bennett with Bill Evans at the piano. Before that, the theme from the film The Bad and the Beautiful, a David Raxon composition. And we preceded that with another theme from another movie, the love theme from the movie Apache, in a recording today and now by Coleman Hawkins in 1962. And we began that set with a Marion McPartland original, Twilight World. Well, it's been my great pleasure enjoying the music with you for the past two hours. My name is Tom Tallman. This is Jazz After Hours on WVIK Classical, 98.3 in the Quad Cities, 90.3 HD2. It's currently 51 degrees on the campus of Augustana College. Jazz Night in America is next with Christian McBride. Have a great week. This is Jazz Night in America. I'm Christian McBride.